Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to another edition of Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymond Word of Faith, the Word Church, and my co-host Richard Hoyt Jr. is not here today. He's out on a faith project. He's been called to rebuild Champion Christian School here in Chico, California. So he's out uh, actually working on a facility. And also, I just want to encourage our listeners to, to keep lifting Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. up in prayer. And also, uh, he's praying and believing for financial support. So if you are interested in uh, keeping Christian education alive here in Chico and Brute County, please support Champion Christian School in Chico, California. You can give us a call here at Life Radio at 894-7325 in order to uh, find out how to help. But please keep us lifted up in prayers and your financial contributions are really helpful. And with that said, I'm going to get right into the message. You know what? I've been thinking about uh, the things that uh, the Lord tells us in his word. And uh, Jesus said, come learn of me in Matthew 11. And uh, he said, come all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Come learn of me. And I always tell people once you get born again, once you get saved, once you receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and you, you followed up with getting water baptized, submerged in water. I always let people know now the real work really begins. It's time to start being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's a continuum. You got to continue to be transformed by the renewing of your mind till you go home to be with the Lord or Jesus comes back, whichever one comes first. You have to constantly renew your mind to the word of God. And the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And again, faith to me means confidence in God, believing what God said. And Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God. So God says we are new creations Old things have passed away. All things become new. And we are new creations. We're born again. That's what it means to be born again. We now have a new nature. We have a new spirit. God, our spirit is enlightened. It's been quickened. Now we can, uh, we have God's Holy Spirit in us. Our spirit becomes holy because we are a spirit living in a body and we have a mind. So our spirit becomes holy now. It's a Holy Spirit with a temple of the living God. And God wants to speak to us about truth. And again, truth to me is the highest form of reality. So, again, I always encourage people at the Word Church uh, about the process. Everything's a process. You get born again, just like in a natural. A baby gets born and uh, you bring them home. They don't know anything. You have to teach them everything. All they probably know is how to, 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 to suck milk. And, and, and that's a good thing. But after that, they have to learn everything. Likewise, we too, we get born again. And now it's time for us to learn about the kingdom of God. We came out of the kingdom of darkness. It tells us that over in Colossians chapter one. And we says we've been translated into the kingdom of the son of his dear love, the, the kingdom of light, which represents the kingdom of God. So now we have to learn how to operate in that kingdom. So in Romans, Paul reveals to us in Romans chapter 12, verse one, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, 
by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He says, don't no longer be conformed to this world, that world you came out of, which the scripture refers to as the kingdom of darkness. I don't want you to no longer continue to be conformed to that world, but I want you to now continue to go on a, a journey of transformation by the renewing of your mind. And we're going to renew our mind by the word of God. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. We're going to believe what God says. And what God says is truth. It's a whole nother level. It's not facts. It don't operate by senses. The Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight means your natural senses. Your feel, your touch, your taste, your, your actual sight. That's things perceived by the senses. We walk by what God says in his word, not by those things. And the latter part says that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And I understand the word good means best. So we're going to prove what is the best and acceptable. And we're going to prove what the perfect will of God is. It's going to be proved to us and all those who are around us. They're going to see Christ in us, the hope of glory. And that's only going to happen as we continue to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And the Bible says that God predestined us to be conformed into the image of Jesus. Over in Corinthians, it says we're being transformed in, into his image. From glory to glory, from faith to faith. So that's what God wants us to do. But in order to do that, we have to feed on the word of God. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Father. You have to feed on the word of God. The word of God in John 6 is referred to as bread. Bread of life. Jesus said, I'm the bread that came down from heaven. In another verse of scripture, he says, I'm water. This is living water. He told the woman at the well, you drink from this water, this natural water, you're going to thirst again. But if you drink from this water, this living water, you'll never thirst. And the scripture says also, Jesus said, those who are filled with the spirit, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. And that living water is, is, is going to get manifested. Your words are now going to have power with them. When you speak, just like Jesus, things are going to happen. And again, that's the God's desire for us. Jesus came to redeem and reconcile and restore us back to the original where Adam fell. Jesus is called the last Adam. He came to restore us back to the original with all kingdom rights and privileges. So we are like God. We're the children of God. The scripture says in first John that as he is, so are we in this world. We're Jesus is Jesus is our elder brother. He's also our Lord and personal savior. He's our great high priest. And he gave us an example where we're to follow. We're to follow his example. And he said over in John, those who believe on me and the things that I do shall they do also in greater works. So God expects us to do the same thing that Jesus did. He was our example. He's the sample son. And I know a lot of churches out there, they're not preaching the kingdom of God. They're preaching the gospel of salvation and religion, but they're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The kingdom comes with demonstration. <laughs> It, Paul said, my speech and my preaching are not with enticing words of human wisdom, but are in the demonstration of the spirit and of power. That your faith will not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. He said, I'm not just going to speak this or, or preach about this. I, I'm going to demonstrate it. There's going to be some manifestation. There's going to be some fruit. You're going to see some evidence of what I'm saying. So with that said, we're going to move on to our next scripture. So the key is mind renewal. You have to maintain your thought life and you got to replace that old thinking with the new thinking. And again, I always tell people, and it's the truth, when you get born again, 
you don't get a new mind. You get a new spirit. That's why the word declares in Romans 12, be transformed by the new in your mind. You got a new spirit, but you didn't get a new mind. So now that word of God, that word of faith, that word of light, life that you feed on, it's going to get planted in the good ground of your heart, your spirit. And it's going to transform your mind. It's going to transform your thinking. And the scripture says over in Proverbs, as a person think it or believe it in their heart, so is he. So what's in your heart in abundance is going to control your mind. Your spirit really controls your mind. Your mind controls your body. Because you guys know we're three parts. We're spirit, soul, and body. And, and we're three in one, just like the Trinity. So I'm going to go to Proverbs uh, 20, 27 real quick. And here's a little revelation for you. It says here in Proverbs 20, 27, it says the spirit of a man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all the inward depths of his heart, which means God's going to use your spirit to guide you. He speaks when you get saved, born again, God now speaks directly to your spirit through his word. He'll do it audibly, but mostly through his word. And as you receive it and start meditating on it day and night, you you're going to receive what's called the spirit of wisdom and revelation. You're going to get revelation, illumination, enlightened by truth. And again, truth is the highest form of reality. So that's where God wants you to walk in the truth. Jesus said you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. He said the words that I speak are spirit and they're life. It's the truth. So that's what we need is God's word, which is truth. And he tells us in over in Ephesians when he talks about the armor of God, be girded with the truth. Have your waist girded with the truth. Be, have the truth wrapped around you. So with that said, God uses our, our spirits to lead and guide us. And I'm going to go back to Romans real quick. Romans chapter 8. And I'm going to show you something here. In Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 again. Verse 2. Romans 8, 2. And this, I'm serious. When we got born again, we're something that we never were before. We're new creations. It says that in Corinthians. We're something that we never were before. We're new creations. Anyone is in Christ is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. That's over there in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. But here it says in Romans chapter 8, verse 2, it says, um, I'm going to start at verse 1. And this is good news for somebody. 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who is born again, who stay in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. And that's what basically where I want to start at, because I'm noticing a lot of Christians, and a lot of Christians don't like to hear this, but the Bible, I, I preach and teach the Bible. The Bible talk, talks about two types of Christians, calls them carnal Christians or spiritual Christians, baby Christians or mature Christians. God's desire is that we not stay carnal or babies. His desire is that we grow up into the head, which is Christ Jesus. He tells us that over in Ephesians chapter 4. He says he wants us to grow up. And again, anybody that has a child, a baby in the natural, you know, yes, you like them to stay a cute little baby, but they're designed to grow up. And you want them to grow up into the fullness to fulfill their highest calling and their purpose. You want that. That's what a responsible parent wants for their child. And God says, you're my children. I guys want you guys to grow up into the head. I gave you an example, Christ Jesus. I want you guys to grow up into him. I, and that's why I call you the body of Christ. Jesus is the head of the body, which is the church. And the church is not a building. It's saints. It's people. It's the body of Christ. So we got to grow up into that. So he tells us, first of all, as you're maturing, understand that there's no condemnation because the Satan is going to try to weld condemnation. And condemnation destroys your faith. 
And also this broadcast is called Faith on Fire, which is designed to ignite your faith on fire. So you got to have faith because Scripture says without faith it's impossible to please God. So you don't want to allow the enemy to condemn you and keep bringing up your past because that's what he'll do. Scripture said he's the accuser of the brethren. And the sister. And that's what he, he accused you. He'll remind you of things you did wrong in your past to try to condemn you and to keep you from moving forward, fulfilling destiny and purpose. So over here. So no, there's no condemnation. So verse two says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. That's the law, the nature Adam brought in that law of sin and death. Verse 3, for what the law of sin and death could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. And I think, believe he's talking about the Mosaic law too, because it, it was weak and, and Jesus fulfilled the law. Since God did, I'm going to read that over, for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, through the senses. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh, uh oh, here it is, set their minds on the things of the flesh. Remember, God desires our minds to be us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So he said these ones right here set their minds on the things of the flesh. And the flesh to me is sense knowledge, things perceived by the senses. And again, we walk by faith, not by things perceived by sense. We walk by what God said in his word. And most of God's word really doesn't make sense, but it makes faith. And he wants you to act on it. It says, but those who live according to the spirit, that's me, Patrick Richard Hort Jr. The thing, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. See, having an unrenewed mind or being a, a grown up baby Christian, been saved for 20 years and still acting like a baby or being currently mind, he said, minded, he says that's death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. See, I'm spiritually minded and I'm constantly being transformed by the renewing of my, my mind because I believe the word of God and I let the word of Christ dwell in me richly in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So I, I, I'm being transformed. My mind is be becoming a spiritual mind. I'm growing up in Christ Jesus. Verse 7. Because the carnal mind is into me against God. See, a baby mind, this isn't, it's not the mind of Christ. It's against the mind of God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed it can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. So basically, he's saying here, if you're a baby Christian forever or carnally minded forever, you still fighting with your wife, you still... Uh, hating on people, you still don't forgive, you still are just a hero only of the word, but never a doer, you know all the scripture, but you don't do it. He said, so then those who are of the flesh cannot please God. He said, you're not being pleasing to God. Now, he's, saying, he's not saying God don't love you, he said you're just not pleasing to him. And we who are parents, we know we've had children, we love them, love them to life, but sometimes they, they displease us. So, we want to, the Bible says that we should desire to be fully pleasing to the Father. And, and that's my desire. So, verse 9, but you are not in the flesh. See, God likes to call things that be not as though they were. He said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Uh-oh, that's who you are. You're not in the flesh anymore. You're in the spirit because now you are born again. And we're going to reference the scripture over in uh, John 3. He says that which is born of the flesh is a flesh. That's which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, he says, 
But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, I say yes and amen to that. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. Well, I declare I have the spirit of Christ, so I am his and he's in me. Verse 10, and if Christ is in you, I say yes and amen to that. He's in me. The body is dead. The body is dead means the sense knowledge. I don't live by what I see in the natural. I live by what God's word says. So he says the body is dead because it's in, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Verse 11, but if the spirit, I like to say because the spirit of him, God, who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me, past events, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in you. Basically, that means Christ in you, hope of, the hope of glory. God's going to, again, work in and through you. Like Proverbs 20, 27 said, God's going to use your spirit to guide you, to enlighten you, to illuminate you, which is going to uh, transform you by the renewing of your mind. That's what's going to happen. As you feed on that word, which Jesus said in John 6, his word is spirit in his life. You get his word, you get his spirit. He's going to speak to your spirit through his word, which is spirit. It's going to quicken you, illuminate you, and it's going to do the same thing it did for Jesus. It's going to have that deuteronomous power. It's going to go off in you, and then your faith will be on fire. So what I wanted to say is I've been thinking all week. I see a lot of Christians, they brag about how long they've been saved, but I, I don't see any fruit of it. I don't see any fruit of the spirit, and they're still talking like the world. They're still conformed to this world. They believe everything the world says, and they don't believe anything that the word says. It, well, and I understand that because when life circumstances come up, I see what comes out of them. And the Bible says over in Matthew 12, a good man out of the good treasures of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil things. So whatever's been deposited in your spirit in abundance, that's one. That's what's going to come out, especially during hard times, times of pressure, times of you being uncomfortable. We're going to find out what you really believe because your mouth is going to speak it. And we got the revelation over there over in Romans. It says, with the heart one believes, I'm paraphrasing, with the heart one believes and with the mouth confession is made. Your mouth is always going to declare what's in your heart, what's in your spirit, what you believe. And your spirit is your fake factory. That's where all the believing takes place. At. That's why God says he wants you to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Basically, believe in the Lord with all your heart. Proverbs 3, 5, lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Well, I can acknowledge him by his word, his word, is spirit in his life. So if he said that, that's what I speak. Scripture says over in 2 Corinthians, we believe, therefore we speak. We believe what? We believe the word of God. Therefore, we speak it. Why do we speak it? Because that's what we believe. And, and his word is the truth. And here's the thing again. Truth is the highest form of reality. So if I keep speaking his word, which is truth, the circumstances now have to get in line with the truth. Yeah, they have to line up with the truth because God watches over his word to perform it. Angels are, are here to assist in the will of God to come to pass in our life. And there are, the scripture says in Hebrews, they're ministering spirits for us. So they watch over God's word. When we speak God's word, they work to go bring it to pass. Yeah, that's what angels' jobs is. A lot of Christians aren't taught that they have angels. He says, I've given you his angels. He's given his angels charge over us and they keep us in all our ways. And in our pathway is life and there is no death. Well, well, we got to speak life. If you keep speaking negative uh, or words of, of the kingdom of darkness, that's what you're going to get. Back to Matthew 12, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And a good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth good things. 
and an evil man bring forth evil things. So we want to speak what God said about us because we're new creations. We're something that we never were before. And uh, God has a plan and purpose for our life. And that's back to uh, Romans 11. I mean, 811. It says, but if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to you through his spirit that dwells in you. You're going to have that life and that life more abundantly, that life that Jesus say he came to give us, John 10.10. 10. So I'm going to go to another scripture here over in, uh, I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. Again, it's been on my heart because a lot of people aren't relying on God's Holy Spirit that dwells in them for direction. They keep being conformed to this world. And the Bible, yeah, I know some Christians don't like to hear it, but the Bible calls those ones carnals or baby Christians. God desires for us to grow up and be spiritual Christians. That means we walk and talk and act like Jesus. Yeah, every day, just not on Sundays in service. That's called dualism. When you just act a certain way on Sundays, here come Monday, you, you're back to the, the old way. No, you have to do this kingdom business throughout the week. Because you are who God says you are. You have what God says you have, and you can do what God says you can do. So you have to understand that you're God's hands and feet on the earth. And greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Over in 1 John, it says, as he is, so are we is. We are here on the earth. So we are God's hands and feet. And our minds have to be continually renewed to that truth. Again, truth is the highest form of reality. You have to renew your mind to the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. Also in Revelation, it says Jesus is the word of God. So God's word is the truth. And that's what we are supposed to believe. We're supposed to have faith in God, faith in his word. God and his word are like wet and water. You can't separate them. You get his word, you, 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 you get his will. Yeah, you get his will, you get his word. And he wants his kingdom to come, his will or his word to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. It's really that simple. But we have to do what he told Joshua in chapter 1, verse 8. He said, this book of the law, referencing my word, he said, it should not depart from you, but you should meditate on it day and night. Meditation is a biblical uh, process that produces uh, a spiritual experience. It, it trans helps you be transformed by renewing your mind. You're meditating on the word of God. It brings revelation. It gives you that higher grid of understanding. So he says, this book of the law should not depart from you, but you should meditate on it day and night and observe to do all that's written in it. You have to actually do the word. You got to do it Monday through Friday, not just on Sunday. He say, and then as you do it, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. That's God's desire that we have good success. Over in Proverbs, it says, uh, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, I delight myself in him by feeding on his word. Remember, Jesus called it the bread of life. He called it living water. And then he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. The word is the will of God. The word is the, the bread of life. We got to feed on that. Let that be our new reality. Let that be our truth. Let us speak in line with that. That's what uh, the Greek word homologio means, confession, saying the same thing. Scripture said, we believe, therefore we speak. We got to say what God says. And as we keep saying it, it'll start manifesting. It'll start manifesting. You can do that on the positive side or the negative side. So anyway, back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. And this is how God works through our spirit. I'm going to start at verse 9. Chap 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. 
But as it is written, I have not seen nor hear, ear heard nor have entered in a heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now, that's the natural ears and uh, natural eyes. But look at verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. Uh oh, his word is spirit, too. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Uh-oh, we got the Holy Spirit in us. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now, right now, we have received not the spirit of the world, uh-oh, that same world he told you don't be conformed to, but be transformed by renewing your mind. He said, I, I haven't given you that spirit, or I haven't given you that word. Remember, Jesus came preaching the gospel, the good news, the best news. So back to verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world or the news of the world, but the spirit who is from God. We receive the word which is from God that we may know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak. That's what I'm talking about. You got to speak it not in words which human wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things to spiritual now, this is what a lot of carnal Christians come in at right here. But the natural man, see, that's the natural man, the man that don't even ain't even born again, has no relationship with God, is not filled with the spirit, does not receive the things of the spirit of God. Well, why? For they are foolishness to him, foolishness to, to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. And I'm going to say he can't know them either because Jesus said something over here in John Chapter three, verse five, Jesus answered and said, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So, yeah, so natural people can't get this. And there's some Christians who are still acting like the natural man. And again, the Bible relates the carnal Christian to the natural man. There, the Bible says, uh, always learning, but never able to come into the truth of the knowledge of God. That means you, you keep going to church, but you, you're not really receiving. You have to be a willing vessel to receive. You have to yield yourself. You have to allow God to uproot anything that's been planted in your heart that's not of him. Jesus said in John 15, uh, he said, whatever the enemies has planted, he desires to uproot it. So you have to allow God, you have to give him permission to uproot those tares, uproot those plants that the Father hasn't planted. So God wants to do that, and uh, again, he wants to plant good seed. The Bible says in Luke chapter, I believe, 8, the word of God is seed. He wants to plant that good seed in the good ground of your heart and allow it to grow up, and then you'll flourish, and then you can go and be all God's called you to be. And you don't have to be a baby Christian anymore. You can be a spiritual Christian. And the scripture said, these signs shall follow those who believe. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. They lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. They are cast out. If this out broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you would consider sending a love up. offering to so Faith on right. Fire. I'm out of time, but I'm just definitely not out of faith. This has been Saint signing out. Chico, faith on California, Fire. Keep walking by faith. Which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire. P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California. 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.